Insta Immersion. Welcome everybody to I Am Talk. Uh, we have Pastor Sheldon Laksima hey. in the house and uh, I want to introduce you as senior pastor. That's but fine. Then, but That's then, fine. Well, you should have heard what happened when I told uh, Pastor Koya. I was like, hey, welcome senior pastor. He's like, bro, like, I'm not Kapuna yet. And I was like, well, you're kind of getting out there, bro. <laughs> can be. Can Lead be. pastor, senior pastor yeah, yeah. Um, Sheldon uh, from New Hope Hilo. Yeah. And you've been the, the senior pastor there for more than 10 years, yeah, right? Yeah, going on. It's been 12, but going on 13 wow. in May. In oh my May gosh. Yeah. It's, um, I always love to just recollect um, just where we first intersected um, at the Foursquare yeah. uh, conference. We hadn't met in, you know, in, that, in that kind of format for, for quite some time mm -hmm. because of COVID and everything. Right. But just to see everybody um, together, right? And I just love how you um, led our agenda without really having an agenda, right? right? Love it. Love yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Love so it. what was the kind of heart of that? And... Um, yeah. yeah, when we had our conference, um, one thing we knew when going into the conference was we just needed to be together. Yeah. And not being together for so long, we knew that trying to manufacture something, trying to make something work how we wanted it to, just wasn't going to work because of the improv of relationships. Right, right. So we wanted to keep it very loose. Holy Spirit led, and whatever He wanted to do, make room for that. Absolutely, yeah. Not the, not the other way around. And that's exactly what happened during the conference, just being able to connect to so many old faces that we hadn't seen in such a long time. And just those hugs, those embraces, just yes. talking story, right? There's just something so powerful when mm -hmm. we just kind of get reunified as a, as a body of Christ. And yes. speaking of, um, of, of just health, emotional health, I know mm. that's just something you being in uh, ministry for such a long period of time right and yeah. just i just want to glean all the wisdom and experience yeah. that i can from you and then just even in my own personal walk um just learning the importance of yeah being a young man i'm not that mm -hmm. young but yes um, you are no, i'm not i'm not this is gonna be let's, my let's compare ourselves to moses okay okay and then, Mo abraham, abraham. abraham and uh, pastor cory no uh, <laughs> yeah, <Pastor Corey. laughs> no but um yeah. you, you know just for somebody to have i mean i i, I don't know you super well but mm. in the short time that i've gotten to see how you minister mm. in the spirit in the physical the spiritual, the emotional, I just see this crazy health mm. um, in you where uh, I don't want to reveal your age, but to me, you seem like a 20 year old <laughs> man that just yeah. like is just on fire for Jesus. Yeah. Um, but you've already been in the game for 10, probably more than yeah. 10 years. Right. And so can you kind of share a little bit about, yeah, what is um, holistic health in the mm. eyes of just being a minister, whether you're a pastor, sure. a leader, um, somebody involved in ministry? You know, what is interesting is Growing up, we have all these, uh, you know, movie stars yeah. and people that we would uh, idolize or look up to, but we never see what they do behind the scenes. Mm. We see the final product. Yeah. We see them on the big screen. We see them or we read books from them. And very rarely is the behind the scenes yes. life broadcasted. When YouTube came out, now you could see more real life of what people are going through or what they're doing and then when vlogging came out it it just leveled the playing field of okay well we want to see the real yeah we don't want to see the final we want to how did you get there when will smith came up with his vlogs 
that changed everything. Yeah. Because here you have this blockbuster, worldwide famous actor, musician, entertainer, who is showing the reality of his life. Just came out with his book. So, what helped me was, excuse me, what helped me was, what are they doing that nobody else sees? Jumping into ministry, same thing. Here are all these pastors and leaders. We see the upfront. Wow, they're doing great. Must be, it must be the Lord. It must be their right. prayer life and all these yeah. things. Next thing you know, they're getting a divorce, health ailments, uh, affairs, the, right? affairs and, and, and things that you would never think would happen. Yet when you look at behind the scenes, it all started with those small little thing, the small little things that, they, that was never corrected. Mm. So knowing that even going into ministry before being the lead pastor, it was how do I take care of, and I just call them my four gauges, and yeah. I just added one. <laughs> so my spiritual, physical, emotional, and mental gauge. Like the dashboard to your car, you look at the dashboard to see how fast you're going, how many more miles you need to go on the, speed on, yeah, on the odometer, how's your gas gauge, how's your oil, all the different lights that pop up. It tells you what's happening under the hood. So it is with these gauges. Yeah. How does it, it, it tells me what's happening under the hood. Absolutely. So the fifth gauge that I, I just recently put into my life was my social gauge. Ah, how am I with people? I love that. How am I in community? Mm. How am I around others? Do I have self-awareness and others' awareness? Like those things I'm learning right now. How, how do I get better at that? So it's practicing all those things behind the scenes, not from the pulpit. Yeah. It's what am I doing with my time with the Lord when no one's around. Wow, That's so my good. spiritual gauge. Uh, and of course, you know, my worship time and, and being with other believers. Same thing, physical gauge. Yeah. Make sure I go running, uh, exercise, you know, things. I was talking to you about your, yes, your, your gym. And, yeah, your gym. <laughs> uh, but it's having things in place that can help me. Now, you don't have to be a marathon runner and a super athlete, but no. just do something that gets your heart going. Absolutely. Heart yes. rate. Emotional gauge, same thing. I got to do things that I enjoy. Like, I enjoy doing things like this. Yeah. <laughs> this, to me, is a joy. I love doing I love it, things. too. I love vlogging. Yeah. I love doing things that are creative. I love art. Uh, I, I, I don't like running, Neither but I like I. what running does. Yeah. <laughs> I like uh, watching movies. And then when it comes to the, the, the physical gauge, and, of course, physical and emotional are kind of connected because the dopamine that is released in our system the different endorphins when you when you do physical exercise sure so it helps me de-stress mm. and that helps with the emotional gauge talking things out i i meet with a therapist once a month so healthy yeah because i have to yeah and i i used to think meeting with a therapist means i'm going nuts mm. or but you're sick or yeah or something's deficient wrong. Or right but what i'm learning is meeting with a therapist means i don't want to get there mm. i'm very yeah. i'm heavily into preventive that's the best medicine for those gauges the social gauge that's the one i just added is how am i with my friends am i building friendships it's amazing in high school you have all these friends and then after you graduate, even college, when you go into life, Absolutely. how many friends do you really have? Yeah, it all kind of whittles down it after does. a while, right? So now it's, I, I want to value relationships, people, mm. friendships, community, Yeah, because that's the only way we grow. Um, you uh, mentioned this kind of super powerful metaphor 
um, what goes on behind the pulpit or what kind mm. of people see on the surface versus like yeah. kind of doing more of a vlog or even just this conversation that we're having. We don't have a script. We have yeah. a time slot, but hey, we're just being real and we're just talking story with one another. Yeah. Um, when I first kind of started this journey of what it meant to be holistic, um, one of our pastors, Pastor Creighton, he actually made this metaphor and just said, hey, like, if, if uh, we're not aware of what our lowest planks are, if you kind of pictured this barrel with all these different planks and you just had this lowest plank being symbolic of our yeah. biggest weaknesses as the anointing of God pours in um, to that barrel and we never address that weakest plank, then everything gets poured out and everything mm. that we try to hide around it, um, that, that lowest plank is eventually always going to catch up to ourselves, yeah. right? And so a lot of times when we look at, or if we want to even just admit to ourselves, hey, what is that hugest weakness or mm. what is that last 5%? Yeah. It's yeah. usually a pretty scary place mm -hmm. to go for a lot of people, right? And I know yeah. when I first started this journey, my first reaction was just, I want to avoid it. I don't want right. to deal with it. <laughs> right. I'm comfortable not addressing it. Um, yeah. So for for you, like, how do you get to that place where you can say, no, you know what? Um, reality is my friend, right? Yeah. And so uh, even for us to be able to help other growing leaders, because mm -hmm. this is something that I'm even trying to struggle with as I'm trying to build disciples and build yeah. future leaders is that, is that, hey, we can do all these great things operating your gifts. Mm -hmm. You can be you're so puffed up spiritually and all these different things. But if we're not healthy in these weak areas, then mm -hmm. actually they're going to... Um, um, it's going to make our whole foundation just topple. Yeah. And so how do we just uh, say, okay, yeah, how do we face those things without yeah. that spirit of fear or, mm -hmm. or judgment or shame yeah. or whatnot? You know what, the, the word that you used, one is fear, but the other was, um, you know, how do you, how do you navigate through those times where it's almost like the, the awareness and so a couple of things that I'm learning and, and trying to put more into practice is not just facing my fears, but I have, growing up, I, I, I think I came into a place where I love problem solving. Mm. I don't like problems. Mm -mm. I don't think anybody likes problems, but we Nobody love, prob I love problem solving. Uh, not necessarily like puzzles and, you know, things like that, but life. Mm. And because of that, that can be my weakness too. Because I like problem solving, I need to learn how to listen. Right. So when someone does have a problem or there is a problem that's happening, what I'm shifting to now is more of, how, well, how are you doing? Mm. Tell me what's happening in you that's causing you to feel this way, whether it is fear, anxiety, or yeah. different stresses that come on. Like, tell me, tell me what you're seeing. Tell me how you're feeling. And... The reason why I say that now versus just tackling the problem is because sometimes the problem is inside. Mm -hmm. And so changing the circumstances doesn't help in the long run. Sure. So if there's a problem and we, we finalize or you know, solve the problem and then it happens again and again and again, then the problem isn't that. The problem is something else. Mm -hmm. And it could be in a person. For instance, if I keep slacking on projects yep. i turn in things late miss the deadline it's like okay so so here's the problem you need to you need to do this better you need to have better thoughts you need to plan better you need to write things down yeah that could be the issue mm. or it could be that inside i have this fear of failure mm. i have a fear of being judged fear of rejection right 
So procrastination is the result, mm. that, but that's not the issue. Yeah, it's so easy to kind of attack it on the yeah, surface level. Yeah, just go level to, oh, you're procrastinating. And we just see the behavior kind of aspect of it, but not yes. really getting down to the root, right? So the why is a good question. Like, I wonder why I'm going through that. What is it? In, so you keep digging, mm. you're going to find eventually, right? eventually the root. Ask the right questions. You gotta right, gonna... Yeah, yes, that's, that's actually good. You got to ask the right questions. And so detective work, right? right, right, right. You, you got to do that detective work and figure out, okay, what is it? And it's not, it's not trying to visit a place for someone that's hurtful or yeah. that they, they don't want to go there. So mm -hmm. you keep digging and prying and you don't respect their, yeah, you know, what it's... they're going through. But it's just trying to help process through what an individual is going through, especially as a, for myself personally. Mm. I got to ask myself those hard questions because... I'm only hurting myself and others if sure. I don't get to that root issue. But unpacking it is probably That's the, the difficult part. Yeah. How, how would you recommend just whether it's for ourselves or maybe yeah. it's the people that we're discipling? Yes. I know like early on in my walk when things were addressed from uh, other mentors or pastors, I was very defensive. Right? Sure. I was just like, no, I'm not doing that. That's not, right. that's not what I'm dealing with. Or, yeah. And then they had a hard time just um, being able to convince me of God's love for me through addressing those problems, but yes. there is just this kind of, these walls that mm -hmm. I had built up. And then I'm even seeing that too with people that I'm discipling where um, even in our men's group, I'm like, hey, how are you guys doing? Good, 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 right. good. It's yes. like, no, you guys aren't good, yes. right? Yes. But that's always the default way of like, we just kind of put up these shields. Like, how do we, how do we navigate around mm -hmm. in ways where, yeah, we don't want to be offensive mm -hmm. or we don't want to feel like we're just kind of breaking down those walls without permission, but mm -hmm. um, how are we able to show God's love in yeah. those circumstances? So there are a few things that we do or can do that if we do really good can help rather than just trying to like like how you're saying how are you you're good you're good you're good you're good um, so you talk about making disciples and i like that jesus said make disciples mm -hmm. disciples are not they're not found right they're made mm. To make a disciple is a difficult thing because yeah. a disciple is a follower and a learner. So usually walls will go up because someone is trying to not make a disciple, but make them like how I want them to be. Mm. Or I'm trying to make you what I think you should be. Or I'm trying to make you more like me. If you only did the things I did, everything would be great. Yeah, so there's kind of like a control aspect. It is. And, and, and the intent is good. Good intentions. Sure, yeah. Heart is good, except the, the, the result that we're trying to get is what we want versus, mm. and this is the model that I've been using lately, is what is God doing in you and yeah. how do I support that? Wow. I got, mm. I, that's what I want to support. And if I'm ever going to be a disciple maker, then I want to be a resource for that individual. I, I, can't, I cannot uh, transform people. Mm. No one can do that. But that individual has a better shot at being transformed rather than an outside person trying to transform me. Yeah. It's I'm transformed by the renewing of my mind. I'm not trying to transform you by, the, mm. by me trying to renew your mind. Sure. It's you, you got to do that. Mm. So it only happens in community. Absolutely. It, it cannot be apart from community. I have the responsibility to change. But we all have the responsibility to walk alongside of each other as we go through that change. Yeah.
That's why it's important when someone is struggling with something or they're not changing mm -hmm. that we just brush them off and say, well, they're not changing, so I guess I'm done. Yeah. Why can't we love them at the same time they're going through all that they need to go through? Mm -hmm. You know how we talk about that? It's like a leadership triangle, yeah. which works in some instances. Mm -hmm. And it says, the more you go up, the more you have to give up mm -hmm. because the parameters become tighter. But it's also, if you take that same triangle and you draw a road and it's no longer, you know, up and down, vertical, but it's now horizontal, okay. where now you're looking down a road. If you draw mm -hmm. a triangle and draw like a, the median of the road and some mountains in the background and now you're, you're on the journey with someone mm -hmm. and now we can help them on their journey. And if we think of it as a journey, not levels, so good, yeah. then no matter what they're going through, we're with them. Yeah. Like you have the hardest time of your life, I'm with you. Mm. Uh, you failed at something, I'm with you. I'm not going to brush you off. I'm not going to say you're not a good disciple. Mm. You're, 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 you're failing at your walk with Christ. He walks alongside of us. He died for us while we were at our worst. And sometimes we only invest mm. in people when they're at their best. Yeah. So we, if we take the model that Jesus did, he walks alongside of us, no matter how yeah. difficult, no matter how dark. If my expectation on you is here, mm. then I am also setting you up for failure and for me to be, disappointment, uh, to be disappointed. Someone, someone once told me, they said, you know, Sheldon, when you place that high of an expectation on people, that's a premeditated disappointment. Oh. Jessie Kirkshank, if you look her up, wonderful um, uh, woman of God, and, and she, does a, she has a website, whoology.co. And I'm not trying to promote it, I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, but if it gets promoted, that's fine. No, let's promote but it. But <laughs> she, um, she said to me one time, and I fought her on this, I said, she said, you need to lower your bar. Mm. And I was like, that's not what I've been taught, that's not what I've been trained, that's not in the books that I've read. She goes, no, you need to put the bar on the ground. I'm like, on the ground? <laughs> That's not lowering the bar. That means there's no bar. There's, there's no goes, standing. Right? Exactly. Mm. And I said, if, she goes, tell me what can happen if the bar is on the ground. I said, then everybody wins. And she just stared at me. And I'm like, <laughs> like everybody, yeah. wins. everybody wins. Everybody mm. wins. In the kingdom of God, everybody wins. Wow, I love that. There's only one champion, and his name is Jesus. Mm. When I put the bar high, that saying, I want to jump that bar, if you can't jump that bar, I'm better than you. Yeah. I'm higher than you. I have a better record than you. I'm the champion. You're not. Mm. And we don't mean to say it like that, but it comes across That's what that it way. Communicates. Yeah. But if the bar is lowered to where everybody can walk over, mm. then everybody's invited into the grand championship of what only Jesus can accomplish. Yeah. It's so good. So that's I love so that. I, that's, so that's what I've been trying to learn yeah. is how do I do that? Pastor Sheldon, what was the, um, you know, as you've gone through just, decades of, of just journeying in, in your own uh, uh, personal walk of faith in, yeah. in Christ. And then also just through ministry, through um, New Hope Hilo, and um, I'm sure other churches mm. too. Um, but what was the turning point for you when you said, okay, to, because I feel like a lot of times for leaders, it's just easy to, to focus on, no, I need to build my spiritual life. I need mm. to build my spiritual man and woman. But then there's yeah. all these other facets. You have the physical, you have the emotional, you have the intellectual. Mm -hmm. And then now you're also adding the social yeah. too, right? But those all just super important components to where actually 
um, if we're missing any one of those, then it yeah. actually, I love how Peter Scazzaro says, it's like, no, if we don't have, well, he likes to focus more on the emotional health. Mm -hmm. And he's like, if sure. we're not emotional healthy, then actually we're not spiritually healthy, no, right? Like they go hand in hand. Yeah. And so for you, just in your personal journey, um, what was that epiphany moment yeah. or, or like when you kind of first started to say, okay, I need to start addressing these other areas in my yeah. life to be, to be made whole. It's, it's interesting you mentioned Peter Scazzaro because when he, when he said that statement, you know, you cannot remain, you cannot be spiritually mature by, while remaining emotionally immature. Cannot, yeah. That was like, it all makes sense now. The turning point for me, for me was probably as I visited people in the hospital. Wow. And when I would visit people in the hospital, because mm. they're in their 50s. Now, I'm not in my 50s yet. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. I got one more year to go. <laughs> May 20th. When, when I would visit people, and I'm, I'm curious at best. That's, mm. I'm just a curious person, so I'll ask questions. Uh, so I would ask and say, hey, what would you do different? Mm. Because you're here right now. And what do you have to do different? They said, oh. I got to change my eating habits. I have to stay away from, and they would mention the foods they would have to wow. stay away from. All the stuff we love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's almost like all, all these the regrets that they shouldn't have done, but they did. Yeah, so, right? yeah, I, I cannot eat that anymore. Um, I have to walk at least 30 minutes every mm. day, something like that. Like, they would give me all the have tos. Yeah. And I said, well, give me wisdom then. And this was in my early 20s. Give me wisdom. Ah. Like, what would you say to me? I'm in my 20s. Mm. What, what should I do? And they would mention, and it would be the spiritual, physical, emotional, and mental gauge. Wow. It would be all those areas. Spend time with your family, you know, um, uh, eat healthy, mm -hmm. exercise, all these things. And these are guys in their 50s. Wow. So as time went on, my children grew up. They're 33 and 27 right now. As they're growing up, I'm thinking, I want to play with these guys. Mm. I, wa I don't want to sit on the sidelines and just watch them or just yeah. take them to the park. Or wanna, even just miss out on those formative years, yes, right? Yeah. I, I, I want to be there with them. And then when I had grandchildren, then I'm thinking, I have to, I want to stay in shape. Mm. I want to, as best as possible, of right? Course, we, yeah. I'm not going to last forever. These bodies are going to break down. But it was, I, I want to enjoy my time with them as best as possible. Mm. So the turning points were actually along the way. I, I cannot find a one-time turning point. It was kind of along the way. And the hard-headedness of sure. one day, one day I will, tomorrow I will, I'll stop eating this later, mm. like all of those things. So it's trying to keep the rhythm of life in such good rhythm that I can still enjoy life. Yeah. I love ice cream. I still <laughs> love eating foods that I are not healthy for that. us. I don't eat Spam though. Only in fried rice. <laughs> Very rarely will I eat it. But just certain things, like you still got to enjoy life. You have to, you have to. So yeah. you want to develop a good rhythm in life. Mm. so that you can enjoy life in those five areas. Yeah. yeah I still um, want to do that. One last thing I want to talk about before I just kind of give you a moment to mm. um, share your one minute. But um, as ministers, I feel it's, uh, there's a huge tendency when we see fruit within our ministries, our churches start mm. growing, we start seeing numbers, more people get baptized, more people raise their hands to get saved. Yeah. Um, it's easy to just kind of um, kind of see those things happening externally, but it actually costing, yeah. whether it's our marriage, our mm -hmm. spiritual lives, our physical health, um, our time with our friends. Um, how would you, um, 
yeah, what message, I guess, mm -hmm. or not like message, but just sure. kind of short nuggets of wisdom yeah. could you share to people that are so, yeah, even for me, like sure. when we were running our micro church or whatnot, um, when things mm. start thriving, I'm like, oh, yes, I'm yes. so excited. Sure. And then my wife will be like, well, when was the last time you took me out on a date night versus like, yes, right? That, and I was so like, good. oh, ouch, ouch. <laughs> right? But it's yeah. So good. So what kind yeah. of uh, gems would you share kind of regarding that? So one of my friends said, um, used this phrase the other day and said, you know, because we, we have a small church and it dawned on me, wait a minute, if Christ is the head of the church, we're his body. There's no such thing as a small church. Mm. So what was, what was Jesus driving at us? By this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Yeah. Relationships. If relationships are healthy, everything will flow out of that. Mm, so true. I cannot do what only Jesus can do. And he said he will build his church. Mm. But he did give me the responsibility of building relationships. Oh. That's my responsibility. Mm. His is building the church. Yes. Mine is building wow. relationships. I love that perspective. If you have a strong relationship with your wife, the people that surround you, close friends. Someone once told me, hey, you know, when you get into this position, it's lonely at the top. Mm. Instantly, I said in my head, then I don't want to be at the top. Wow. Why would I want to be at the top by myself? Yeah. What's the, what's the joy? Or There's it's no like a false that. top, right? <laughs> yeah. So why would I want to be at the top? Mm. And what does that even mean? So if I have to be at the bottom, yeah. but have great friends around me, I think that's where I'll find Jesus. Mm. Because he didn't come to be served. He came... Oh, yeah, he came to serve and not be served. Yep. He even said, I'm found among the servants. Mm. So if we ever want to see the top or, or so-called bottom, then I want to be at the bottom. Yeah. I want to be where the servants are. I want to be where my friends are. Not saying that we're all at the bottom. You get one. <laughs> it's, it's relationships are so important. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, but I've known people who've made it to the top and they're miserable. Mm. They're miserable. One, two pastors of mine who said, and this is probably at a conference. They said, I can't do what you do anymore because mm. I'm too busy. Oh. I can't just sit down and have coffee with someone. Mm. It has to be a meeting. I'm like, then I don't want that. Wow. I don't want that. That's a tragedy right there. It is. <laughs> um, I, think that I can't have time for people. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's saying, that, business, the, it's saying right? that the work of the, quote unquote, work of the ministry, because that's not really the work of the I'm ministry. I'm working hard right? and not working yeah. hard. That's the, how do I work hard at not working hard? Yeah. Sounds kind of, but it's. No, but I know exactly what you mean, where it's through the power of the Holy Spirit is yeah. through that example that we see in the Trinity, just being submitted, you know, the Father, Son, yeah, and Holy Spirit, being. and then us being a, a part of that, that yes. God could just use us to do mm -hmm. greater things that, yeah, it's not by our strength, yeah. right? But it's by his strength. Yeah. Um, Sheldon, we're, last, we're down to the last two minutes, but I just want to give you a minute to sure. um, address the Frank camera. If there's mm. any message or just encouragement you want to leave yeah. the audience with them. <laughs> yeah, just want to yeah. give you your time to shine. First of all, thank you for, you know, investing in your life and investing in what is happening in you versus what is happening around you. And things like this help because we get an outside perspective. So what I'm learning is we have to be a part of a community of people that will bring that outside perspective that we may never see. One of my friends, dear friend of mine who mentors me, which he doesn't know it. Like I also believe in 
I'm not going to ask someone to mentor me. I'm going to be mentored by them. Mm. Because when I ask them, now I'm giving them the responsibility to teach me something versus I'm going to be mentored by them. Now I can have tons of mentors <laughs> I because I, I can pick them. But they, they gave me a, they said, hey, you know, I know how you think. And you said this a couple times in different meetings. Um, practice on others' awareness. So that's what I want to do. I want to see how others are doing too and make sure I'm not pulling away from who they're becoming. And at the same time, keep my relationship strong with individuals and be a part of this community and find people that will love you. If you're married, will love your spouse, but also loves God um, because they're going to they're gonna help you in different areas of life. Uh, we all need that. Mm. So... Thank you for investing in, in who you're becoming. Wow. Pastor Sheldon, you leave us with just so much encouragement and just mm -hmm. gems of, I mean, this is what I call just not like a formula, but just um, mm -hmm. ways from the way that you're living your life in Christ and seeking um, how to be holistically healthy. Yeah. Um, just the key ingredient to longevity of mm -hmm. ministry, because we don't want to retire <laughs> before our time, right? right? But yeah. we want to we wanna be doing this to the and very end. And keep learning. Right? Stay teachable. That's exactly. the key. Man, stay teachable. So awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Pastor Sheldon, Absolutely. for your time and for, yeah, just this God um, divine intervention of just our schedules actually working. Yep. And But yeah, I just want to thank you for coming Absolutely. on to this set and just want to thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next time. Take care. Instamension. Wow, that was just a sneak preview of what's to come next here on I Am Talk. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and tap that bell icon to get the latest notifications on the upcoming episodes here on I Am Talk. So who's ready to talk story? Let's go.